Hey guys, welcome back to Poetically Bubbly Closet Sessions with Miss Femi. Um, happy New Month and I'm really excited to be here. And today, basically, I'll be giving you a story time. Story time. You can call me Femi, the storyteller. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know how many people struggle with um, finding happiness or if they generally know what it means to be happy or are you pegging your happiness on someone else? Are you waiting to get a certain thing for you to be happy? happiness in general so for me I generally am a very happy person I have immense energy but it depends on who I'm with but I have a lot of energy I also have some bursts of energy once in a while sometimes I might not have energy so it depends and from a very young age, I was a very, very happy child, always. Even my mother always tells me, eh, you, you are just a happy child. It's like I was always in my own world, like in my own bubble of just happiness and <clears throat> and just bliss. Like I was so blissful. I was very bubbly. I still am, but not as much as I was back then but unfortunately or fortunately um, life changed drastically due to bursts of domestic violence that I experienced firsthand uh, during my teen years not necessarily me being abused but yeah (laughs) but um, watching 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 all of this like unfold before my eyes was very traumatic so to some extent I cocooned up And then I was filled with so much rage and anger and I could barely go a day without, you know, without creating an alternate world for myself to just feel like, okay, I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm I'm whatever. And I noticed that because of this, of course, my poetry was born. Um, Yeah, then my artistry was born as well. And for a very long time, I didn't know that I could be good at, like, art or theater or any of these things. So when I was done with high school, now that was, like, at the culmination of the domestic violence like when my parents were to 
permanently separate this time so culminating in divorce um i was 16 and i don't quite understand what exactly it does to a child because at that time you're still a child i have no idea but divorce separation trauma domestic violence and all these things happening really affect a child psychologically uh spiritually mentally name it everything even physically and emotionally so i remember telling myself for a very long time you know when it's my time to to date or when it's my time to whatever i will never get a man like my father but funnily enough these are the type of people like the small traits would be like his and the moment i would notice a trait like his it would trigger me i'll be so triggered like jinaiko but anyway um and i would never speak about it you know i just be like that happy go lucky child like i've ever tried to uh find yourself over and over again over and over again so that was me i was just um trying to find myself over and over and over again and in as much as i tried like i tried so much and i'm just like hey people are just out here disappointing me and it was like i was trying to cover up for something then i realized the situations that i'm putting myself in are not necessarily making me happy i'm just sad all the time i'm just sad until this one fateful day when i met with someone and i was head over heels in love i don't know it was mostly infatuation but anyway i saw myself with this person and i was so happy like everything he made me forget about like all the trauma i'd been through because he treated me so nicely he cared about me like all these things like things that i was generally lacking i had finally found them but not in uh not in a it was like it was a it was a wholesome relationship let me say unfortunately the disappointment didn't uh, wait too long to come because uh something happened and then i was dumped it broke me so hard it broke me so hard that i think i'm finally getting over it like completely finally getting over it and realizing that saw it happened it's not because i am broken it's not because i am not good enough it's not because of any of these things that i've been through it's just because this person was just not ready like even he me disappointed me he didn't fight for it and whatever as much as i did but then again 
who wants to be out here looking so clingy and like you can't survive without them anyway back to sadness sorrow misery you know you think about a lot of things but that's like fast forward that was not the direction i was hoping to go with this story time anyway <laughs> uh let's rewind back let's rewind back to after high school into a levels uh, at st mary's uh school nairobi doing ib first of all ib is very hard it is very very hard and while choosing my subjects i found comfort in 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 doing theater arts so there's high level standard level i don't know if it's changed because it's been many years since i was there so i don't know if it's changed there's high level standard level so i found myself taking theater arts higher level because all the other subjects were i doubted myself because i was there like not like i've been acting not like i've been doing script writing not like i've been doing any of these things but in st mary's they had their musicals and i was like i can't wait for the day i'm going to finally audition for a musical despite being shy trust me i auditioned for that musical i didn't get a lead role but i got a role that had lines oh my god i was so excited i was so excited you have no idea i was so excited and then the dramatic part of me now came out and i was like okay you know what let's do this so we did and in the course of learning all this theater arts a lot of my classmates happened to drop out because you know it's not serious guys are like you know you come to ivy to do serious things so we have to do biology hl we have to do um chemistry hl we have to do maths higher level <laughs> me i was stuck with math studies and it was still hard for me so yeah and interestingly enough when when um like i needed to do my project like i'd been studying about uh theater of the absurd theater of cruelty um tragedy comedy all of that but i didn't see where exactly i fitted in but the theater of the absurd was like this one thing that spoke to me so much because it was so it was so weird and i'm like the weirdest person it was so weird and funnily enough like this is where my alter ego was actually born i birthed my alter ego in 2013 i birthed my alter ego in 2013 without knowing it but i did If I look back now I'm just like wow that was just a mad genius why didn't I ever continue with that form of creativity Okay I still do I still do but it's not as intense as it was back then I think my life has just happened that's just shown me a lot of things anyway <laughs> So um my task was to write a play for performance 
a one act one not one act a one man show for performance mind you i had never done a one man act i had never directed a play i had never written a play i was just reading shakespeare and uh, all these other playwrights who was my favorite Ah, basically you understand i was just doing and wole soinka and all of that i was just doing african literature and and british literature english literature whatever right so we had been doing shakespeare plays in school we had been doing other plays yeah and then yeah it was I was given a task i remember my teacher was miss were eh hey, i loved that teacher i loved her still love her but um okay i'm not in contact with her but miss were was like the best the best teacher i feel like if there's any person i would give accolades to for letting me break the boundaries that i had put up and the walls that I had put up and even when I didn't believe in myself she's the one person who was always like no I believe you can do it and besides I ended up being her only student in that year because everyone else dropped out so I had a lot of one on one time with her and I had so much fun it was stressful it was really stressful a lot of people don't understand how much work it takes to put out a play or to write a play or to just all the storyboards that you have to come up with for a concrete play and everything so <clears throat> my play was entitled chilling in the laugh inspired by an absurdist theater background because i was given options in ib they, they they are so articulate with what they want you to do so i wrote this play <laughs> i still have like my mom still has a few clips of me trying to practice because i was to script it and act in it and then look for a director from a class below me which was which was fun i chose someone who was quite interesting but i think after he read the play and everything he's just like wow this is genius but did you come up with it like from your own mind like jesus christ you're brilliant and you know when someone tells you that sometimes you're just like what else man <laughs> so my play was actually after reading um waiting for godot or godot because we're in kenya and there's a t on that name waiting for godot by i can't remember who wrote it and reading edipus right i had all these ideas in my mind but at the time i was not necessarily happy okay because here I was in a, a a young girl in a boys school 
and there's so much attention and people are picking their sides you know tell me where love lies you know people are picking sides and the people who you thought were your friends by the time you're done with IB2 people are just trash you know especially like for, for me in my class i think i went through something that made me realize hey people are trash like one weekend we were out ha- having fun well we did what we did and come monday everyone is just look at you like oh my god you did what and you're thinking to yourself there's nothing wrong that i did but everyone is siding with someone else just because of a rumor that they had or what he said to them and how he said it and because he was more popular or she was more popular than i was it made me look bad right anyway that is when i learned to be alone <laughs> so to say uh so yeah i was battling all this stuff and you know um when you 17 18 16 it's a very impressionable age like you want to be in a crew you want to have friends you want to go out you want to do this you want to do that but no one wants to do it with you now that was my situation hey i was bummed out but at the same time i was like hey you know what me my mother pays 300 and something 1000 shillings for me to come to school to lunch did pay for me to have friends neither is she sacrificing all of this for me to be over here wallowing in depression over something that is not so significant at this time right so that being shunned i was just like hey this play like all these undertones that i had in my play were so many and they were so like they still apply to me right now i was just thinking about the play because eventually when i went to study theater in moy i ended up using the play again and there's some fourth year who could not write on play who asked me for my play though i never watched her, adat- her adaptation of it because somehow i felt like it would have been butchered i hope she doesn't hear this but that is honestly what i thought and that's why i didn't attend the play being the although being the playwright she adapted it or rather she she asked me to readapt it for her for something else and i felt like it would not do it justice but it is what it is yeah so anyway um my play was basically 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 about um this girl who talks to her teddy bear because she doesn't really have any friends and the teddy bear is generally her conscience so she's having conversations with her conscience and her conscience replies back to her about like all the questions that she has to ask about life love happiness joy 
Jesus, the Bible, like everything. And how she views life and why she feels lonely at some time, at some point in her, ta- in her life and everything. And that is how Pooh Bear was born, my, my original name for my, for my alter ego was Pooh Bear, which happens to be the name of my teddy bear, the one that acted as Pooh Bear <laughs> in the play. So, um, yeah, I was really questioning at that point in time at 17, 18, I was really questioning myself about happiness. I was questioning myself about what the meaning of life is. Yeah. How exactly did I get to that point that I have to question these things because I'm young, I should be living life and eating life with a bigger spoon, you know? I should be living. I shouldn't be having to think about these things. But having a newly structured family messed me up a bit. Though I have never really admitted it, and though I've never really told my mom, so when she listens to this episode, she's probably gonna hear it for the first time. It really messed me up. For her, she thought, ah, you know, Femi is really strong, she's in a new school, she's really happy, she seems happy, the divorce hasn't really affected her, she's okay, she's this, she's that. But it, it, it really did. Because um, months prior to the divorce, I had a mommy and a daddy, and we were staying in the same house, despite me crying at night and soiling my pillows, saying I wish they would just, I wish daddy and mommy would just not stay together because clearly daddy and mommy don't love each other and clearly they're not meant to be together because if they are meant to be together they wouldn't be fighting as much I wouldn't have to be stopping fights amidst doing my homework I wouldn't have to be pretending to be asleep just so that I can avoid a conversation with my dad You feel me? Right. So, here I was questioning happiness. And was I really happy? No, I wasn't. But I was happy doing that play. I was really happy doing it. And who knew that even if you write the play, you can still forget your lines. Trust me, I forgot my lines enough times. My conscience had to remind me. The, okay, the voice of my conscience had to remind me the words enough times. Yet I wrote the play myself, my own thoughts. <laughs> I guess just having like an audience was 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 really was really um uh, life threatening at the time because I'm one of the shyest people. My legs were shaking. Oh my god, my voice was shaking. I felt like, oh my god, people are actually seeing me, how I am portraying myself for the first time. 
Do they understand what exactly I'm going through? Probably not. Do they understand the context of this play? Probably not. They're just seeing some crazy ass girl who is um talking to herself on the stage. To a teddy bear. Right? On a beach. So the opening scene is um this girl. Uh, is chilling in the house with her um, with her conscience and then <laughs> and then they decide they want to go to the beach or rather she decides she wants to go to the beach and then there's a joke about SPF 50 or 30 and roasting like a chicken in the sun <laughs> wow but it's just general banter like how you would talk to a friend like how I'm talking to you people right now though I'm generally talking to myself <laughs> So basically that is what she does. And when she gets to the beach they are basking and everything. And then she asks her conscience. Puber, are we really happy? Then Puber says, "Yes, I believe we are." I'm not so sure. What, what exactly makes us happy and then she the conscience continues to say i think what makes us happy is you know being together and as long as we are together we should be happy and ice cream and chocolate and gummy bears and marshmallows and all these sweet things because sweet things always cover up what exactly you're hiding like you eat your feelings away that's something that i used to do i used to eat my feelings away because it would comfort me comfort food comforts you literally so then she continues to ask about jesus and about God if we are truly meant to be happy if we're put on this earth to be happy then why does God not mind seeing us suffer in as much as we could be suffering inwardly but why does he let us suffer and do nothing about it hmm Notice how these are very heavy questions. I am thinking about now and I'm like, wow, what state of mind was I in? <sighs> and like there are just so many questions and she's reading the Bible. She's like, ah, the Bible. My favorite book. And then they're they're chatting, they're chatting. and then she remembers she goes into a soliloquy 
and she remembers that Oasoli Loki is a moment in a play when someone is just talking to themselves basically or remembering or, or reciting something uh, it's like a monologue yeah basically so she goes into a soliloquy uh, talking about her favorite poem the wa- or, or rather she remembers words of her favorite poem by Ella Willa Wilcox laugh and the, and the world laughs with you cry and do you cry alone it was a very deep poem actually talks about loneliness and all of that and then she asks her conscience will you be my friend or are you my friend and why is it that you're my only friend and the conscience tell us, tells her because I love you and because we don't need anyone else we just need each other we just need each other I just need myself. Basically, that's what she was telling herself. I just need myself to be happy. Happiness should not be uh, a far-fetched analogy. It should be something that comes from within. And towards the end, you see, like if you watch the play, you see, um, I don't think I'll ever show anyone that acting like the original rehearsals for that acting because I don't think I think my mom has also the the recorded version of how it actually went down um yeah and the teddy bear she tells she tells her conscience tickle me tickle me and then imagine being tickled by a teddy bear on stage it was really hilarious it was fun it was fun it looked hella crazy, but I was just like, hmm. yeah. So, as I was saying, happiness is, is, is a construct of the mind, according to me. Because if you choose to be happy, you generally will be happy. You will be happy. You'll do things that make you happy. You'll sing, dance, laugh, do whatever fulfills your, your desires. But if you wait for someone else to give you happiness, if you wait for the world to show you happiness, if you wait, if you tell yourself, if you keep telling yourself, no, I can't be happy now, I'll be happy when I'm 30. I can't be happy now, I'll be happy when I'm 35. Or I can't be happy now because I'm jobless, I'm sick, I'm whatever. I will be happy when I'm healthy, when I have a job, when I start my business, when I eat, when I do this, when I do that. Unfortunately, in the process of waiting, you could just miss the dose of happiness. Why can't you just be happy right now? Why? Why can't you just be happy? And through writing that... um, that uh, play I came up with a line for myself happy is laughter 
and laughter is happy you know like genuine belly laughter and genuine happiness comes from within and hence chilling in the laugh was the name of the play in as much as there was not much laughing apart from the tickle me part even that that really cracked me up for real like on stage I was laughing for real <laughs> but i'm just imagining like these are things that we really take for granted you hear you tell yourself no i'll be happy when i get married no be happy now when you're single be happy now when you have the chance be happy now when you have all your teeth you can't tell yourself oh i'll be happy when i'm 60 so that so that what happens when you're 60 why can't you be happy now so you'll be living a miserable life until you're 60 there's no point you'll have wrinkles jesus you're just going to look bad you're just going to look bad honestly don't you just want to look good why do you tell yourself you're going to be happy when you have money money okay you know yeah maybe i need to test that theory out i need to have money for me to know if uh, it really does buy happiness i know it can buy a lot of junk food and a lot of comfort food and it can pay for 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 a shrink it can pay for um it can pay for dowry you know it can pay for a car so that, you know you don't have to be walking around in this bloody heat uh, of nairobi it can pay for fuel because i mean you have to drive a car with fuel it can pay for candy it can pay for movies it can pay for a lot of luxurious entertainment things it can pay for everything basically it can buy you a house it can buy you whatever the hell it is that you want but at the same time why can't you just be happy when you're poor because generally speaking more money more problems i feel like when 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 you see when i see a poor person and they are so happy i'm just normally like oh my god i want to be you though though i'm actually i am happy i make i make myself happy I genuinely can laugh at some small things that are so hilarious to me. I don't even know why they're hilarious. They're not spectacular, but they just make me laugh. They make me happy like I enjoy telling my friends stories because I embellish the stories. I really embellish. I oversell that story just to make them laugh and i love to hear their laughters it is just so much fun i enjoy sending voice notes to the people who i want to send voice notes to cuz nowadays we have voice notes i enjoy doing it it's something i love to do so if i send your voice note just know and then i always have this line where i'm there like mm, i feel like you missed my voice <laughs> yeah i mean my voice is amazing so i feel like you missed it because you are my friend i want you to listen to me saying well listen to you you know uh i enjoy singing to random letters in the alphabet or random thoughts or random words that people say and then i always have a song for them 
I enjoy dancing while cooking and while washing dishes. I enjoy having my opera and my Grammy award winning performance while I'm washing the dishes and while I'm cooking in the kitchen. The kitchen is my stage or in the shower. Okay, now it is in the shower. I don't sing as much. The shower is my praise and worship. Yeah, shower is time for praise and worship. You know, they're like, shepherd of my soul, shepherd of my soul, I give you full control. Wherever you may be, I will follow. I have made a choice, I have made a choice to listen to your voice wherever you may be. I will follow So that you know you don't sleep and fall in the bathroom, you know? It has happened to me before. Hey. It's been tragic. Anyway. Uh I enjoy uh, taking mirror selfies I don't know why and I really enjoy taking pictures and having mini photo shoots themed photo shoots of myself because I just look at myself and I'm like damn who's that girl who's that girl la 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 Femi's that girl you know because my self love journey began very early in life I had to learn to love myself. I had to love myself so much because I was pulling myself out of traumas and out of things that I did not deserve to be in. And everyone else seems to have it perfect. Everyone had a perfect body. Everyone had, you know, perfect hair, perfect reward, perfect all of this. And I was just there like, Jesus, Lord. Jesus, take the wheel. And now I just, I just look, I just look back and I'm like, why was I body shaming myself? Let us start there. Why was I body shaming myself? And why were people body shaming me then? Because now when I look at it, I'm just like, eh, now I'm here struggling with my 26 years. Or rather, with my 18 years of life. And 26 minus 18 is how much? And my 8 years experience. (laughs) And my 8 years experience. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here trying to lose the weight it's not getting lost as fast as it used to be you know and i'm just like lord have mercy lord have mercy christ have mercy because now i feel like i should really hit the gym you know (laughs) would it make it would it make me happy no it wouldn't because hey working out is hard but we are three weeks strong Go Femi, go Femi, go Femi, ooh, go Femi. And I look back and I'm like, I was really thin back then. Why was I letting people dictate to me what I should do and what I should do? 
but I have really therapized myself out of my funk. I still have days of funk, but I'm just like, you know, clap your hands. I choose to be happy. Nowadays, I just choose to be happy. I choose to do the things that I love. I choose to speak on this podcast because, I mean, it's my podcast. I can do whatever the hell I want. I choose to write when I am inspired, when I have a muse. I choose to write. And I write as wholeheartedly and as truthfully as I know how to. I choose to... to smile in every situation. I choose to look in the mirror and be like, you know what, I'm that girl. I choose me over and over and over again because a lot of times many other people have given a chance to choose me have not chosen me. So I choose me. And I will continue choosing me because it makes me happy. I don't feel inadequate. Yeah, I like my belly jiggle. I like it. And in as much as it it, it makes me insecure, but I'm so insecure. I don't like when my tummy jiggles in front of other people. But I don't mind it jiggling in front of myself. I'm there like, mm, when I wake up in the morning, I'm just like, I woke up in the morning with a flat tummy. And I don't know who told us that having a flat tummy is the ultimate score of beauty. I don't know. But anyway, we are unlearning things yeah so i choose to be happy personally i choose to be happy what exactly is happiness to you what makes you happy for me i can laugh for like 10 minutes straight on a phone call i'm just laughing i'm laughing and laughing and laughing even if it's not so funny i find myself laughing when i'm shy when when i'm when i'm talking to someone new and um maybe i I like this guy or something and I'm so excited I'm so excited I just can't breathe oh crazy I long to be like when I'm just so excited I'm like oh my god finally I get to talk to this person like on video call or something I normally laugh I always do a small kagigo because I'm so shy, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so excited, but I don't want to tell them, you know, <laughs> let's keep it to ourselves, keep it together for me, keep it together, keep it together, <laughs> so just imagine, just imagine, it is beautiful, it is just a beautiful thing, it's beautiful, I also enjoy having conversations with other people, but like in the play, having them as my conscience I really enjoy it I have so many stories to tell them and I'm weird but imagine it works it really works because I can be walking on the street and I'm telling myself a story and I just start to giggle by myself I might look mad but thankfully now because of coronavirus we're wearing masks you all cannot tell when I do these things I enjoy walking to the beat of my music. Hey, none of you can tell me anything. If I'm feeling a song, ah, uh-uh, please. You will see me walking to that beat of that song. If you see me almost half dancing, that is your problem. If you have a problem with it, please. 
go talk to God. Don't 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 tell me. Do not tell me because I will not listen. I'll be like, hey, what's your problem? Now, wow. Anyway, so I'm generally just trying to be a happy human being. I'm excited about life. I have so much energy, and I plan to use the energy on doing good. And as much as there are those things, of course, that bring me down sometimes, but just a quick a quick reminder of a lot of things or just going to tiktok oh my god tiktok really helps me like there's some things people say on there i'm just like oh my god you read my mind you read my mind and i just start laughing by myself i enjoy it so do things that make you happy do things that make you happy i guess like maybe in like the next um in the next um episode I'll be having people talking about what makes them happy, what they think happiness is. Do they think happiness is a construct of the mind? Are they really happy? For me, I'm not happy, like fully happy, but I'm happy that I am. I'm happy that I get to see each day shows God is not done with me. And a lot of people are also not done with me as well. As much as sometimes I feel like giving up, uh, people are not done with me there are people who actually value me as much as i value myself so i need to keep keep on moving and i might feel stuck i might i might feel pressured i might feel all of these things but guess what i'm amazing i'm bombers amazing me i'm hot like a hito me i'm hot like a bomb <laughs> oh lord oh lord oh lord anyway you guys take care i hope you enjoyed my story time i think i'll be doing more story times besides this is a personal journal that i choose to share with people so yeah anyway this is your captain speaking Miss Femi, baby. Ciao.